0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Congress stuck as McConnell torpedoes COVID-19 stimulus deal States assail Trump bid to overturn US election at Supreme Court And Greta Thunberg says We are speeding in the wrong direction on climate crisis It's Friday, December eleven. I'm Anthony Davis. An emerging $900 billion COVID-19 aid package from a bipartisan group of lawmakers all but collapsed Thursday after Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said Republican senators won't support $160 billion in state and local funds as part of a potential trade-off in the deal. McConnell's staff conveyed to top negotiators that the GOP leader sees no path to an agreement on a key aspect of the lawmaker's existing proposal, a slimmed-down version of the liability shield he is seeking for companies and organisations facing potential COVID-19 lawsuits in exchange for the state and local funds that Democrats want. The hardened stance from McConnell, who does not appear to have enough votes from his Republican majority for a far-reaching compromise, creates a new stalemate over the $900 billion package, despite days of toiling by a bipartisan group of lawmakers to strike compromise. Other legislative pile-ups now threaten today's must-pass government funding bill. If it doesn't clear Congress, that would trigger a federal government shutdown on Saturday. The breakdown over the COVID aid package after days of behind the scenes talks by a group of lawmakers fed up with inaction comes as Donald Trump has taken the talks in another direction, insisting on a fresh round of $600 stimulus checks for Americans with his name on. Sending direct cash payments to households was not included in the bipartisan proposal but has been embraced by some of the president's fiercest critics including Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Bernie Sanders Trump's top negotiator on COVID-19 financial aid, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin reported headway yesterday before the package from the bipartisan senators group fell apart Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin on Thursday urged the U.S. Supreme Court to reject a lawsuit filed by Texas and backed by President Donald Trump seeking to undo President-elect Joe Biden's election victory, saying the case has no factual or legal grounds and offers bogus claims. What Texas is doing in this proceeding is to ask this court to reconsider a mass of baseless claims about problems with the election that have already been considered and rejected by this court and other courts, Josh Shapiro, Pennsylvania's Democratic Attorney General wrote in a filing to the nine justices. Texas filed the long-shot suit against the four election battleground states on Tuesday directly with the Supreme Court. It asked that the voting results in those states be thrown out because of their changes in voting procedures that allowed expanded mail-in voting during the coronavirus pandemic. Trump's campaign and his allies already have been spurned in numerous lawsuits in state and federal courts challenging the election results. Legal experts have said the Texas lawsuit has little chance of succeeding and have questioned whether Texas has the legal standing to challenge election procedures in other states. The Texas lawsuit, Shapiro wrote, was adding to a cacophony of bogus false claims about the election. Trump has falsely claimed he won re-election and has made baseless allegations of widespread voting fraud. State election officials have said they found no evidence of such fraud. Trump filed a motion with the court on Wednesday, asking the justices to let him intervene and become a plaintiff in the suit filed by Ken Paxton, the Republican Attorney General of Texas and an ally of the President. Trump met on Thursday with Paxton and other state attorneys general who support the suit. More than 100 US House of Representatives Republicans, led by Mike Johnson of Louisiana, also filed a brief backing Trump. The Texas lawsuit does not make specific fraud allegations. Democrats and other critics have accused Trump of aiming to reduce public confidence in US election integrity and undermine democracy by trying to subvert the will of the voters, behavior usually reserved for only the most authoritarian dictators in the most corrupt countries of the world. The world is speeding in the wrong direction in tackling the climate emergency, Greta Thunberg has said before a UN event at which national leaders have been asked to increase their pledges for emissions cuts Thunberg, whose solo school strike in 2018 has snowballed into a global youth movement said there was a state of complete denial when it came to the immediate action needed with leaders giving only distant promises and empty words The fifth anniversary of the Paris Climate Accord is on Saturday and should have seen countries set out new plans to keep global heating below 2 centigrade and close to 1.5. Current pledges would mean a catastrophic 3 centigrade rise in temperatures. But the planned summit has been postponed because of the coronavirus pandemic until next November and a virtual one-day UN meeting will take place instead involving up to 70 world leaders. Thunberg has released a video which calls leaders to account for failing to reverse rising carbon emissions We're still speeding in the wrong direction, she said The five years following the Paris Agreement have been the five hottest years ever recorded And during that time, the world has emitted more than 200 billion tonnes of CO2 Distant hypothetical targets are being set and big speeches are being given, she said. Yet, when it comes to the immediate action we need, we are still in a state of complete denial, as we waste our time creating new loopholes with empty words and creative accounting. We need to stop focusing on our goals and targets for 2030 or 2050, she said. We need to implement annual binding carbon budgets today.